0: In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis, as well as shapeshift response to Senator Elizabeth Warren's comments to set the record straight. You already know how I feel about Senator Elizabeth Warren. Also in today's show, how do the... Ordinal movement will benefit the Bitcoin blockchain as the NFT craze continues. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing the SEC clampdown. Has crypto space a buzz as Pantera Capital says we're in a bull market and much more. Also in today's show, I'll be sharing the latest with the Brazilian government to clarify the Bitcoin law with a new decree. In Brazil, that's right. The Brazilian government is set to issue a decree that modifies some of the rules established in the Bitcoin law, which was approved in November of 2022 by the former president. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing top trader issuing a Bitcoin alert and warning that Bitcoin can witness a $100 billion in cascading long liquidations. Also be sharing with you a very bullish scenario, quoting crypto analyst Josh Rager, in my opinion, Bitcoin over the next few years, since I asked others peak high no higher than 120 to 150,000 sometime in 2025. Basically similar to the previous cycles followed by multi-year bear market. No super cycle, just the same market cycle repeated followed by negative 80% prices. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Welcome to pod episode 1199. I'm your host JV. Today is February 19th, 2023. And as you can see, we are pumping. I'm expecting and anticipating a 25,000 price action during today's live. What we're like 40 bucks away at the current moment. So let's check out the overall crypto market here on coin 360. We can see Bitcoin up 1% for the day, hovering just under 25,000. We have ether up a half a percent trading at around $1,700. The biggest gainer are Solana Polkadot and Filecoin along with Uniswap. Also checking out coinmarketcap.com, we can see the current crypto market cap sitting at roughly $1.1 trillion with $45.5 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance at 42.5% and the Ether dominance at 18.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Filecoin leading the pack up 23%, trading at $9.22 dollars 22 followed by Stacks up 15%, trading just under $0.40, followed by Compound up 12%, trading just under $62. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, Floki up a whopping 121%, thanks to Elon Musk pumping it. We have Clay up 65%, and Filecoin up a whopping 81% as the massive gains continue in the altcoin market. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated A60, in Greed the same as yesterday. Last week, we were in the middle with a 50, which is neutral, and last month also a 51, which is neutral. So let me know how many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto. And now let's actually dive right into the latest of what's happening with uh – Elizabeth uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, I actually covered this uh the other day, yesterday, and I shared some tweets from Max Kaiser on how he really feels about Elizabeth Warren, and it's uncensored. I can't even repeat what he said about her, but I'm in agreement 100%. And now here's what the shapeshift uh, CEO, Eric Voorhees, has to think about her and her unlawful regulation. Let's break it down. Non-custodial crypto platform shapeshift refuted U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren's claims of illicit financing, suggesting that she used the platform as a scapegoat to push her latest crypto bill, according to the recent statement. Shapeshift stated in a tweet February 19th that Warren made mistakes in her analysis of the platform at a recent Senate Banking Committee hearing entitled Crypto Crash, Why Financial System Safeguards Are Needed for Digital Assets on Valentine's Day, February 14th. That's right. She attempted to use Shapeshift as an example to push her latest crypto bill. But unfortunately, there were mistakes in the senator's analysis and we'd like to take the opportunity to set the record straight so let's get it in a follow up tweet shape shift denied Warren's comments regarding its involvement with illicit financing, stating it never handles user funds and has no ability to facilitate this. This comes after Warren suggested that the Senate hearing that ShapeShift had ulterior motives for restructuring itself as a DeFi platform in July of 2021. Warren suggested that the restructure was to encourage people to launder money on the platform, which we all know is not accurate. ShapeShift also clarified that it is not an exchange elaborating. It's an open source crypto dashboard that connects users to different protocols and platforms facts it added that it cares about the same things as warren citing user safety and access to innovation as a mutual focus shapeshift encouraged warren and others to constructively engage in the topic of financial freedom and innovation with its community sharing a link to its discussion uh, forum. This comes the day after Eric Voorhees, the CEO of Shapeshift, took to his personal Twitter February 18th, stating he is looking forward to Warren submitting a proposal to Shapeshift Dow governance process in response to her criticism of the platform. Warren has been a vocal crypto skeptic in recent times, having made comments in an interview January 25th, suggesting the United States SEC or SEC should double down on its crypto enforcement efforts. No, please don't. As the crypto industry is scared of what's coming next. She he claimed that the previous SEC administration essentially gave the green light to open up the crypto market full of junk tokens, unregistered security, rug pulls, Ponzi schemes, pump and dumps, money laundering, and sanction evasions. Now we all know how uh I feel <laughs> regarding the unlawful regulation which they're trying to usher in into the industry, and we all know the biggest use of illicit funds is the United States dollar. So we don't need to talk about Bitcoin being used for illicit activities. When we run the math, it's like less than a half a percent of the total, where with U.S. dollars, the majority is probably being used for illicit purposes. You know what I mean? And that, my friend, is a fact. So we know it's nothing more than FUD at the end of the day. But with that being shared, how many of you have ever used Shapeshift? Let me know in the comments uh, below and what are your thoughts on this uh DeFi exchange? And with that being shared, now let's dive into the latest craze what's happening with the bitcoin nfts which is making the network go absolutely uh, bonkers right now let's break this down bitcoin ordinals check it according to the independent developer ud Worthmeyer, a uh, Bitcoin's NFTs will positively impact the ecosystem by improving its security and incentivizing developers to build on the network. Also like to point out the Bitcoin's hash rate just hit, hit yet another all time high, and as we know, the Bitcoin price tends to follow the hash rate as a lagging indicator. The number of newly created ordinals has been spiking in the recent weeks, causing a surge of transaction fees and average block size on the Bitcoin blockchain. Now, according to Worthmeyer, Bitcoin NFTs are going to be beneficial for Bitcoin security budget. By driving up the transaction fees, the creation of ordinals will incentivize miners to secure the network, while the revenue from mining rewards will decrease with each Bitcoin having, quitting them here because the block space is scarce and because there is a demand for stuff like inscriptions. There is a lot of hope that we'll get enough people who want to pay fees in order to keep the Bitcoin network secure. Also, he noted that ordinals provide a new use case to make building on Bitcoin commercially profitable. As he points out, with all the interest around ordinals and inscriptions, I expect there there's going to be a very big ecosystem that is built around that. Now he also discusses the notion held by some Bitcoin core developers that creating NFTs is not an appropriate use case for Bitcoin. But according to him, in the recent years, Bitcoin core developers have ignored what actual Bitcoin users want. And to learn more about ordinals and how they impact the Bitcoin network, you can check out the full interview, which I'll include in the show notes below the video in the description. Now let's dive into our next uh, story of the day and discuss What's popping and what's happening regarding the SEC clampdown and the latest what's happening and what could anticipate further this week in the Bitcoin space let's break it down, shall we? And shout out to CZ, Binance CEO. Now, Binance CZ had warned of a profound impact on the crypto industry if stablecoin BUSD is ruled as a security. His warning followed an alleged lawsuit by the US SEC against Paxos, the issuer of Binance USD. The crypto world was jolted last week when the SEC shut down Kraken staking program, much to the satisfaction of the chairman, Gary Gensler, and his team. But what does this mean for the future of crypto? And more specifically for staking. And there we have Do Kwan, who has also recently been charged by the SEC. The United States SEC charged Terraform Labs and its CEO, Do Kwan, with fraud, alleging that Kwan and his company orchestrated a multi-billion dollar crypto asset securities fraud, which is a fact, but where was the SEC to protect us before this happened? You know what I mean? It's like a year later. So what are you actually doing at this time? You didn't help prevent this whatsoever. The securities watchdog insists that Kwan raised billions from investors. By creating an interconnected suite of crypto asset securities, many of which were involved in unregistered trans. Actions. That's right. And also, the government of South Sudan reportedly prohibited U.S. dollar-based transactions and has directed that all local payments be settled in their local currency. The Salva Ker-Mairit government reportedly said it wants all signed commercial contracts to be based on local currency. And crypto-focused investment firm Pantera Capital says Bitcoin has seen its lows and we're in the next bull market cycle. Let me know if you agree or disagree with their CEO, Dan Moorhead, the firm's founder and managing partner. He noted over the long term, Bitcoin price has been in a secular uptrend of 2.3x annually over the past 12 years on average. That, my friend, is a fact. And as Adam Back, the Blockstream CEO, pointed out, if we continue on this trajectory, the Bitcoin price can realistically hit a $10 million price target like within the next 10 years. So hopefully we can continue to 2x annually. I think that is a uh, phenomenal. Also keep in mind Bitcoin is the greatest performing asset in the world in world history that we have ever witnessed, going from virtually nothing to now being worth $25,000 per coin. That's right. We're on the cusp of clipping that $25,000 target as we're live right now, which does nothing but just pump me up. So with that being shared, any moment now. With that being shared, now let's dive into the latest update from the Bitcoin law going on in Brazil. Then we will discuss a potential $100 billion in long cascading liquidations, followed by a very optimistic prediction of a $120 000 to $150,000 Bitcoin price target here in our scope. And as you can see, we just crossed the $25,000 mark. So congratulations to everyone. I also want to say I appreciate the Super Chat contributions, you guys in this uh in the live chat are amazing and inspiring me to do this show every day. So thank you. So with that being shared, let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss what is happening right now inside of Brazil. The Brazilian government is set to issue a decree that modifies some of the rules established in the Bitcoin law approved in November of 2022 by their former president. This move comes in line with the recent developments taken by their president Lula da Silva in the recent weeks. With barely a month in office, the new president has stamped his authority by signing in a series of decrees and measures to change what the previous government-established Lula's team is now working on new proposals to regulate the crypto sector and clarify existing crypto laws. And according to local reports, the government has formed an extensive group to oversee the regulation, including the Executive Secretary of the Ministry of Finance, as well as the Secretary of Economic Reforms. And in addition, the regulation has the technical support of the Central Bank and the Brazilian Securities and Exchange Commission. And the initial expectation was that the decree would be sent at the beginning of February to the presidency of the Republic public known as Casa Seville, but this was postponed. Meanwhile, the crypto industry is waiting for the decree, probably with more attention on the institution that will be the primary regulator of the Bitcoin ecosystem. Now, previously, it had been mentioned that the central bank would be the entity in charge of regulating the crypto sector. However, Lula's recent attacks against the financial institution have cast Some doubts? How many of you are living in Brazil? What are your thoughts surrounding all this? Let me know in the comments below. Now, last month, the president of Brazil questioned whether the autonomy of the central bank served the national interest. And although he later seemed to retract it, he indicated that he would review its independence to make a decision from 2021. But the core focus of the new regulations would be drafting new rules regulating different factors of the crypto industry. They are expectations that the new decree would clarify the laws regulating the crypto industry. In Brazil, a proposed law that had been widely debated in its requirements of crypto exchanges and brokers to segregate their assets. This measure has been subject of discussions by lawmakers and proposes that crypto asset brokers separate their funds from clients' deposits. Meanwhile, proponents of the regulation believe that it would prevent users' cryptos from being mixed into the operation of exchanges and other service providers. The collapse of FTX is cited as a significant factor when users cannot withdraw their funds due to the harmful trading activities from the Now, the proposal was initially approved when the bill passed the Senate, but was later annulled because it divided the legislators of the chamber of deputies. However, it's expected to be a vital component on the proposed Bitcoin decree. Now, Brazil is regarded as one of the nations with widespread crypto use. Last November, it took a significant step when it recognized Bitcoin as a medium of payment and even as an investment investment asset. Now the Bitcoin price, as you can see, we're currently trading at roughly $25,000. I also like to point out that unlike El Salvador, Brazil is a massive nation with a population of over 200 million people. So I can only imagine the mass Bitcoin adoption that could come from a favorable bill with Bitcoin adoption. So it'll be interesting to see at Oh my God, we're now at 25, 2 almost, so I'm pretty pumped up. We're going to be heading to 26,000 before the end of the show, it looks like. So let's keep the pumpage moving, shall we? But anyways, I hope the Bitcoin adoption continues all around the world as the game theory continues in full effect. Now let's discuss our next uh, story of the day, before we get to this $150,000 Bitcoin price prediction, let's discuss a potential $100 billion in cascading long liquidations. so we can cover all the scenarios. Justin Bennett tells his 111,000 Twitter followers he believes Bitcoin is likely traded in an expanding wedge pattern that could correct to around 20000 after hitting the formation's diagonal resistance. Quitting him here a bit higher than I thought we might see, but I still think we get a pullback from BTC. Apes, going to ape and he shares this chart. Bennett notes that billions of dollars worth of long positions are waiting to be liquidated below 20800 suggesting that market makers could drive the price of Bitcoin down to tap into the deep liquidity area. Quitting him here, over $100 billion, yes, billion worth of Bitcoin longs left untouched at 20800 What could it mean? While Bennett sees a significant corrective move for Bitcoin, fellow analyst Recht believes that Bitcoin could be gearing up for a big breakout on the monthly timeframe. That's right. I think we are as well. Quitting him here, looking 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 forward to the next few months for BTC. Send it. Let's go. Looking at the trader's chart, he appears to be suggesting Bitcoin could be mirroring its late 2024 and early 2019 price action. For both instances, Bitcoin broke down from a descending triangle pattern before eventually taking out a key diagonal resistance. So in the short term, Rec Capital predicts that Bitcoin could retest resistance at around 23.3 before continuing its upward uptrend. Quoting him here, Bitcoin performed a successful retest of the confluent resistance area on the daily chart. That being said, there could still be another dip to the same area after a weekly close. That would constitute a healthy technical retest setup, but this time on the weekly Timeframe, so there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts, and now for a more optimistic, bullish prediction of a peak high of between one hundred and twenty and one hundred and fifty thousand dollars sometime in twenty twenty five, quitting crypto analyst Josh Rager, just my opinion on Bitcoin over the next few years since I asked others. Peak high no higher than one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars sometime in twenty twenty five. Basically similar to the previous cycles followed by multi-year bear market. No super cycle, just the same market cycle repeated, followed by a negative 80% price. And he continues, will this happen? Maybe not. Personally, just an opinion. So don't take it for anything more than that. And someone responded, but but bruh, mass adoption this time will be different. Someone else responded, seems logical to me. Who wouldn't like a new low for a few years to be 50 to $70,000? That's right. I mean, personally, I cannot wait. But also keep in mind, theoretically, we don't have to wait till 2025 to see an all-time high of six figures. It can still potentially happen this year. There's wild cards. Anything can happen. And especially considering that the Bitcoin halving is coming up around the corner in 2024, that's typically the year markets start to go parabolic. And the year preceding the halving is when the market hits the peak high. If history repeats, or as they say, if we don't repeat, at least if history rhymes, then we can likely see the same thing. But I'd love to know your thoughts. Also like to point out that Credible Crypto is also calling for $150,000 Bitcoin price this year in 2023. Max Kaiser also calling for a new all-time high this year in 2023. He says Bitcoin is doing its own thing on its own trajectory and everything else is completely irrelevant. Also like to point out, Stock the Flow model, a plan B creator of the Bitcoin Stock the Flow model is predicting a six-figure Bitcoin price sometime between 2024 and 2023. 20- 2025. So the bigger picture, six-figure Bitcoin price is inevitable. Only a matter of time. The question is, when will it occur? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.